This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. And we are here today at the Charger Expo and it is buzzing. The energy is on fire. There's plenty to talk about today. Um, the vibe is good. We just saw a lot of wicked, wicked presenters, uh, a lot of good guest talkers as well. And come down and say hi, man. Come down and say hi. The whole Pulse95 family are here. Omnia, Christina, uh, Mama and Ray, of course, is on the decks, the ones and twos. you got Sama and you got Hani and Big Hass on stage and Anna Schofield. So come on down to today's show in a boxing world. Wilder edges a step closer to Tyson Fury by beating Ortiz in the rematch. And Anthony Joshua is up next, ladies and gentlemen, and that's in a few weeks' time against Andy Ruiz in their rematch in Saudi. Now, sports unites us again in the fight to beat racism. In Holland, uh, the Dutch division stands strong and still, and we'll be discussing what happened in that to be able to put the message out there of stop racism in the world of sport and in society. Now, talking about the Premier League, what happened there and of course Mourinho's in Emre's out and Pochettino's lurking about and all this and more on the only place to be the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95 you're listening to the halftime show podcast this is Pulse 95 Pulse 95 live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival that's right, folks. We're live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. It's the halftime show on Pulse 95, and I'm super excited because the energy's right, the vibe is good, and we got our people here in the building today. I'm not used to seeing so many nice faces around. We got Christina, we got Omnia, we got Ray, and of course, we got Sama in the building. And it's great to see you guys. And in the world of boxing, ladies and gentlemen, Deontay Wilder edges a step closer to the much-anticipated Wilder Fury fight. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this amongst plenty of boxing fans will it happen will it be similar to the Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather but no it's going to happen and it's going to happen on February 2020 next year and we say next year we're a couple weeks away folks can you imagine where 2019 has gone it's mad stuff happening Wilder knocked out Ortiz in the seventh round with a devastating right hand which saw Wilder victorious again but what's happening next surely no more tune-up fights with the Giants set to fight in February 2020 to establish who is the best heavyweight champion out there before anthony joshua was in the reckoning and now we're talking fury we're talking wilder who is going to come up and be number one finally the argument will be over and we know now that fury's focused on the fight we know that wilder's focused on the fight let's just make them fight ladies and gentlemen let's make this happen i can't wait and as you can tell i'm buzzing from it and speaking about heavyweight division we are weeks away from the Anthony Joshua Andy Ruiz rematch, which saw Ruiz shock the world by rocking AJ. Now, whatever happened in the first fight, we can see that AJ's taking this fight very seriously, staying away from social media, looking very focused. And that's something with his training, he probably dropped a little bit in the last fight. And he didn't even have a shape up or a trim, which says a lot about AJ. He likes being shaped up. He likes being, you know, looking the part as well. And now, with his hair fuzzy and everything, he is focused purely on the fight. So small signs that AJ is stripping back the extras and focusing on the fundamentals of boxing to earn his way back up to the top. Was it a fluke or was Ruiz just the better fighter? I can't wait to see this fight. And in the UAE local boxing scene, a major highlight of the night was the contest between Indian Olympian Vijinder Singh, 12 
victories and eight knockouts. And former Commonwealth champion Charles Adamu. Now Singh defeated the 42-year-old Adamu with a series of body shots to win by decision. But Muhammad Wasim was interesting because the Pakistani fighter beat Ganigan Lopez. And what I liked about this fight is the message both fighters, Pakistan and India, uniting, taking a picture together and saying, we are united in arms. Nothing to do with politics, all to do with sport. And that's what I love about sports, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. It's about uniting people. And they both posed for a photo with their respective flags uniting in arms. Now, Virginda did tell um, reporters, please write positive things about us and both of our countries. We want peace. Media in both countries should stop spreading hate between the two countries. And you know what, Virginda, I agree with you. That's exactly what should be happening. So much happening in the boxing world right now, and I can't wait for this to actually come to a conclusion. Once we get this Andy Ruiz, Anthony Joshua fight, we'll know exactly where AJ's head's at, and then he can sit back and watch between Fury and Wilder, and that's what it's all about. And coming up next, guys, we talk about the Dutch division, when they send out a message about racism in sport and how they are using the world stage as their platform to get that message out. Find out more next on The Halftime Show on The One Place To Be At Three, The Halftime Show with me on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to The Halftime Show Podcast. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. That's right, we're at the Sharjah Expo 2020 Centre. This is what's happening over here, guys. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. Now, if you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our episodes, just head over to Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Type in the Halftime Show with Omar Dury, and we are there. We have some fantastic guests um, talking about all sorts of amazing topics such as gut health, mental health, and how brain management affects performance levels emotionally and physically. And talking about emotionally and physically, the world of sport has been rocked recently with uh, campaigns and a lot of, let's say, controversial things happening in racism and sport. And as you've known that I highlight this a lot on my show when it comes to it having no space for racism in sport. And a moment of the weekend goes to the whole of the Netherlands league as they made it clear that once again, the game started and the whistle went, the players would stand still to unite, to unite the fact that they're making a point. We are all playing together. We don't play if there's any racism and it's intended to make fans aware that football belongs to everyone regardless of cultural background or religion. Now, if you know that we have spoken about obviously racism in sport and it's an ongoing process and following recent events with Shakhtar Donetsk uh, when a footballer called Tyson was being racially abused, he retaliated by kicking the ball in the crowd and received a red card for dissent. So the referee did not take into consideration what this player was doing um, before he actually kicked the ball out. So he was playing the game, getting on with his normal business, and he actually got racially abused by the fans and he retaliated. But how do you athletes feel out there? If you were an athlete right now and you were racially abused, what would you do? Text us on 4215, do, or slide into our DMs at Omar Dury or Pulse95 Radio. This is what I love about the Dutch story and for Holland, the Dutch association to stand by this campaign is fantastic because the players started the game, no one moved, the ball didn't move, and for one minute, the crowd was fully, fully behind them. And this is what I love about football, and this is what I love about sports. And by now, the Mendiong had a great celebration midweek 
when they played for their country in the international break, they put their wrists together and gestured to the camera that we are one. And coming up next, folks, Mourinho in, Emre out, and Poch lurking. The Premier League is back again. And that's right, it's back again, which means plenty to talk about following this week's action. All this and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. That's sure right. We're at the Expo. And you know what? Plenty of things are happening down here in Sharjah. There's been Jim Quick. There's been Akon. Plenty of amazing guests happening down here. But you guys are in for a treat because we're going to be interviewing them. Well, we've interviewed them already, but we'll be playing them this weekend on the halftime show which is big and talking about big now if you're just tuning in and wondering what's happening we've been speaking about the international and local boxing scene which is big racism in sport obviously as holland uh, are leading the way for making things happen with the gesture on the weekend and how we talk about uh you know uniting racism in sport and that was amazing what they did which was incredible but I'm getting a few messages on the Instagram live and, you know, a few people at Omar Durian at Pulse95 Radio sending us those questions through and asking, would you take Pochettino uh, instead of Emery? Dodi from the UK and Tanya here in the UAE. And of course, Ala, you know, sending us all these messages and saying, what would you do? And I'm going to talk about that now because Mourinho, we're going to start off with Mourinho. Now, Mourinho came in. It was a, it was a great intro. We had a lot of things happening. He joined Tottenham. Now, if anyone wasn't on the planet for the last, you know, four months, then that would be the case that you wouldn't see that Mourinho is, uh, is you know, doing big things. And he won his first game in 12 and it was a London derby against West Ham. It was the rest of it, which is great. Arsenal. Arsenal drew and Emery's time is coming to an end. Arsenal fans are saying, get him out. However, Leicester City continue to, you know, move up the ranks very, very gradually and getting on with their business nice and easy. Chelsea. Chelsea falls short in the battle, but on course for uh, the Guardiola regime. And that's happening as well as Chelsea just, just lost to... um, Manchester City and one of the things that was interesting about that game is that was in all of uh, Guardiola's time that's the least time Manchester City have had possession which is incredible Um, and that's something that's that's big Liverpool continue to win ugly against Palace their bogey team and now for me this whole Mourinho thing has got out of out of hand we obviously love to see him back the special one or as he likes to call himself the humble one um, the question I'm getting on Instagram Live is, would you take Pochettino instead of Emery? I would take Ray, who is our music guy here in the background, production, everything. I would take Ray over Emery to manage Arsenal right now because Emery, you know, I'm going to be respectful, really can't manage a door. And that's what, you know, is, is really, really bad. Um, Alat says I'd take Bosch and Bex uh, instead of Emery. I prefer Arteta, to be honest. I would take Sally Musa and Anna Schofield I would take them instead of Unai Emery at Arsenal that's what I would do these two would manage you know the club better if you're wondering on the Pulse 95 right there those two they would manage much better but talking about managing better now Gareth Bale has been under the let's say scrutiny from the crowd at Real Madrid because he's had a few things happening with Wales now he's very proud to pray for Wales but when it comes to Real Madrid he's been often seen as someone that's basically picking up a paycheck however I feel it's very unfair that um, 
Gareth Bale gets his criticism because he's been under a lot of, let's say, he's been out of favour with Zidane. Madrid tried to get rid of him. His wage packet is massive, so he wasn't able to do it. When he's in Wales, you can tell he plays for the shirt, absolutely. But when he came on against Sociedad in their 3-1 victory and he actually assisted, there was booze and ringing things all around the place. Now, I just want to know, what do you guys think? Text us on 4215, or do or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. And coming up next, we talk about Hannah Sultan. Our halftime show is coming up on Wednesday. The 15-year-old Egyptian footballer that's taking the UAE by storm. We're going to recap some of the week's best bits and also answer all your questions on Pulse95 Radio and at Omar Duri. All this and more on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival. That's right, we are live from the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival here in Sharjah Expo. It has been an experience and I am honoured to say... Mm -hmm. Someone is on the show. She goes by the name of Anna Schofield. I call her The Schofield. She's here. Welcome, Anna. Thank you, thank you. Now, Anna, I've got a guest coming on this week. um, 15-year-old Egyptian footballer. And she's coming on with her mom, Marwa, who's a lovely, lovely woman. I've got a chance to speak to them a couple of times. Um, When it comes to supporting the kids to get into sports, what are you like with Lola, Albi, Sarah? What are you like with them? Um, I think that um, I've probably been pretty laissez-faire, pretty mm-hmm. laid back about it. Um, my kids are quite sporty and they were naturally sporty, so I didn't, I didn't really have to push them hard. And I'm not like a, a pushy sports dad. Um, I, why, I are you looking, why are you looking at me when you say Because I bet you're going to be a pushy sports so? dad. Yeah. We, yeah. See, Marie and I have had this chat. Okay. I'm trying not to be that dad. But you've had to, you have to try. You've already used the word try. Whereas... I I am not that kind of you know I'm not have you done your basketball training have have mm. you done um, three reps this week have you done this have you done that I'm not that person so if the kids have an interest they need to monitor it themselves mm. I've started to be a bit more but well question for you so let's say now Albie shout out to Albie Albie is like a, a really really good basketball player he's good yeah but he doesn't really know how really good he is fact would you say something. I have been trying. Because of his personality? Uh, yeah, 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 because he's lazy. I mean, he's, he's a lazy boy. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if left alone, right. he will just be lazy. Like, you know, if I don't say, and I'm just going to put it out there, you know, time for a shower, he's like, got away with it, you know, so I right, have right. to push it. He's a boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I've started saying to him, have you done your layups? Have you done your practice? Have you done this? Have you done your shoot practice? Because I am actually paying for him to go to this um, basketball school, which is very, very good. And okay. he loves it. Right. But if he's left alone six and a half days of the week, he will not pick a basketball up. Really? Between. Yeah. So I need to teach him that ethic, I think. So mm. obviously you have to look inward as a parent and go, right. why doesn't he want to do that? See, that's what I'm really interested in. I'm interested to see how a parent does when they intervene when they step in when they step out when they let the you know the, the kid grow and, and be their own person because I know that I've coached so many children I've coached teenagers I've coached right. adults I think in different different places I've reacted a different way but none of them are actually mine Yeah. so it's a very different so it's interesting to pick your brain on let's say Albie is a superstar right mm-hmm. but he's right. lazy like you said Yeah. would you then go Albie yeah 
Absolutely. I'll tell you what happened, actually. Um, he tried out. He was He's naturally good at it. Right. And he was the captain in primary school. Okay. Um, and even when he was younger than the others, he was the captain. And I think he thought that moving into secondary school, that would all just magically happen again. Right. And he went for trials, and they, they vetoed him, and they didn't let him in. Really? Yeah, and he came home gutted. And that was the first time I'd seen some emotion. And at, at that point, I went, well, if you're not going to practice, you mm. can't just walk in and be the star. Yeah. So then he said, all right, uh, what can we do? How can we? And so this is why we got in the extra courses, because his trials are in January okay. and he's working hard because he's not letting that happen again. So I've been on his back, but mostly because he cared. So I'm never going to like uh, light a spark that isn't there already. Right. I so I'm you. not pushing them to do anything they don't want to do. Such yeah. a good mum. OK, oh. so apart from you being his role model, does he have a sports role model? That's does he have question. a sports? Yeah, that's a really good question. Mm. I don't. I don't think he does. Uh, it's not. He's not roaring to watch games of any sort. We really enjoyed the rugby. Obviously, you were there a couple yeah. of times with us. We watched <laughs> it together for the World Cup, um, and we really enjoyed that. But yeah. no, it's. He's not. You know, I don't know what he's going to do, but I don't think he's found his passion yet. Right. Text us on four two one five. It does allow to do, and let us know if you were that parent or if you are that parent. What would you do? Uh, with your kids would you be on top of them would you kind of take a step back how would you be with that because I'm really intrigued especially when I hear people like Anna by the way she's got her morning run she's got her ritual she's quite a fit person as well <laughs> and so that the genes are there but I'd just like to see because uh, I was having this chat with Maria the other day and we were having a debate about who the best athlete out there is and she was telling right. me Lebron James could play any sport and I'm thinking but he's six, 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 seven. I don't mm. think he could play any sport and those are the things that kind of we were talking about. But now if LeBron James was your son and he was 13 or 14, would you then get on top of that and say, listen, you could be LeBron James. But surely it has to be led by the child. I mean, you hear the stories um, about the, the tennis girls. Yeah. You remind me Serena and Venus. Exactly. Mm. Most famous people in the world that I've yeah. forgotten the names of. Yeah. Um, um, they obviously were driven by their, by their father. I mean, their father was hanging tennis oh, yeah. balls from their cot when they were little. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he completely drove that. And I never wanted to personally be okay. that parent. Right. So um, you can make the decision that your baby is going to be molded in that way. Or you can let the child, I think, um, decide for themselves and then, and then lead it. Well, words of wisdom there guys man you know I know you're going to be demanding for Anna Schofield to come back on again and I will try my best to answer those demands and get her back on because she's amazing and that's the full time on the halftime show folks we're wrapping up but on Wednesday 3 to 4 we will have Hannah Sultan a 15 year old Egyptian footballer who is striving success amazing. success and her mum Marwa will be in the studio as well and Ray is laughing at me while I said try to say success which is always good to make people laugh uh, but all this and more on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.